It's really embarrassing, kind of honestly. <laughs> a hobby can be a solitary adventure into stress relief. This way in the bad way. Three. A long day. A long day. And then if I was a grown man and I had worked my whole life just to be called a nugget, that's when 13-year-olds used to be ugly. You know, Emma, I would have to agree with you there. The more happiness you're able to fill and more pleasantries you're able to fill. Congrats. Oh my god. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just a, I'm just a little nugget. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hookah Girls podcast. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Wow, Maddie, a triple hello it's today. It's a triple hello kind of day. I'm feeling fun, a triple funky, and excited. of a greeting. Wow. Absolutely. We're excited to be back with another episode rolling right into episode two of season six for you all. And you came to the right place if you were looking for some fun, chatty girl talk. Yes, absolutely. I I feel like a word that we haven't thrown around a lot, but when I was posting for our big launch checkout, make sure to check out our Instagram. I know we always plug it if you've listened to us before, but we just did our new rebrand launch on Instagram and I was fabricating like, it's like, how do you, you know how it's like hard to describe yourself? I was like, how do I describe the podcast? And I said the word chaotic and I was like, I do feel like it's a little nice dose of chaotic chaos but we're like talking through and like solving the chaos so it's I agree. productive chaos right so. it is productive chaos i, <laughs> I feel like, like it. we should throw that word around more yes so if you're looking for some girl chat productive chaos you've come to the right spot absolutely and we have a new segment if you've listened to us before you know we always use ask the girls which is a question that we take from the audience and we have a new segment for season six called No, no show, show, All Tell. tell. Yeah, we will get into that, but it's basically a show and tell, but podcast version because there will be no showing because you all can't telling. see us, sadly. Correct. And we will be all telling, um, and we will post them up on our Instagram stories. We made a little highlight, so you can always like go back and check it there or check it live if you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out, but... You want to jump into the Ask the Girls audience question? For yes. The week? So, as Emma was saying, if you're not following our Instagram at Hugo Girls Podcast, be sure to go follow us over there. Um, that's where we ask you guys to ask us questions. And it's a really great way to just interact with our listeners. You guys, it is the best thing I think about the podcast because it's really like a little piece of you guys in every single episode. And today's question um, asked, well, kind of advice if you will um and she said she's changing schools this year any advice for the first week so or first weeks rather yeah this is a great question me and maddie obviously went through plenty of schools lots of it did you ever have like a major school change i'm trying to think yeah i was thinking about that too so when i changed from middle school to high school it was a different school um and it wasn't i went from public school to private school so it was different like kids but some of the same kids but I never changed schools like in the middle of like I never changed from like sophomore year of high school to junior year or like eighth grade or seventh grade to eighth grade or something like that yeah I agree that's why I went to kind of the same thing middle school and then I didn't go to my zoned high school I went to like the magnet school so it was yep. like a completely new pool of people with like a few of the same girlies I feel like this is more of like a you're changing school in the middle of in like the a, middle of yep. like you're going to be a junior and you're switching it, changing it around. Oh my gosh, it definitely can be hard, I feel like, to do this. Oh, I think yeah. this is a great question to ask because I feel like doing this would be daunting to anyone, even if you're the most self-confident person in the world. It's stepping into a new environment definitely is intimidating. I would definitely recommend leaning on 
the resources that you have, whether that's getting a buddy to like walk you through the school or if that's like a guidance counselor that can set you up with someone or the guidance counselor themselves or a teacher or someone to like literally map out the school I feel like is a good first step so you can walk through or like a campus if this is college but walk through so at least your surroundings aren't completely unfamiliar Um, and then you could start working on like obviously getting to know the people but I feel like the first step is probably knowing the lay of the land absolutely um, and realizing too that you're probably like you're probably not the only new person, and even if you are, it's everyone's first time doing whatever your school you're going into, so there's something new about this experience for everyone. Exactly, yeah, and I like what you're saying where it's like map things out, plan ahead, because that was going to be my tip is really just like plan as much as you can so that when you go into your first day, you feel as prepared as possible, and you can kind of take this for any of our listeners out there who maybe this direct situation doesn't directly apply to you. You can take this for if you're starting a new job, if you're starting a new hobby, kind of whatever. Just put all of your anxiety aside and say, okay, these are the things that I need. Give yourself ample time on the first day of school or the first day of your job or whatever it may be and get there like 30 minutes before. There's nothing wrong with sitting in the parking lot and like you know, going on Pinterest or reading a book or something like that. Just make sure you're prepared ahead of time. Um, And then also I think don't go into it with super high expectations because nine times out of 10, you're going to think, okay, well, this is going to be my favorite class or this is going to be where my locker is or, you know, this is going to be someone who I think I could really vibe with. Maybe you sit next to someone in homeroom on your first day and you're like, wow, this is going to be my best friend. Yeah, that's great. And that's fine and dandy. And hopefully you vibe with someone on your first day, but it's okay if two weeks into school, that's not the person that you still jive with the most. And I think that that's something that is under talked about is that your first initial impressions of people and of your environment are allowed to change. They're allowed to alter. So give yourself grace. It's a new time period. It's hard, but it's also really exciting. Yes. Love what you said. It's a, you're allowed to change. I think what it's going to make you feel the most comfortable just from the jump is that preparedness. So going in with the least frazzling scenario as possible. So when the things do naturally change, you're prepared for those changes. You're not like, oh my gosh, I'm confused and I'm like not set in stone yet. It'll come with time and really just embrace it as an opportunity and not, you know, as a positive and not a negative. So best of luck to anyone starting any new chapter. Oh my gosh, yes. Thank you for asking the question as well. We really appreciate it. Yes, be sure to um, go follow our Instagram again if you do not. That's where we ask you guys. We seriously love these questions. So thank you to everyone who's asked in the past and to the individual who asked this week. Um, It does not go unnoticed. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that, we can jump into No Show show the adult show and tell that you didn't know you needed in your life. I don't know why what you just said like reminded me of we at the hotel motel holiday Inn. we got the no show show holiday oh my gosh I love that wait okay theme song coming yeah, soon potentially 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 but Emma I started this last time so I feel like it's only fair for you to start <laughs> us this time what is your no show all tell item so my no show my, my no show all tell item for week two is this coin purse from India. Oh, if it's you can see it, it is this little like brown lace coin purse. It fits in the palm of like one of my hands. Um, and they have all these different colored coins. There's teal, yellow, pink kind of scattered throughout the top so of them. So pretty. 
Um, and yeah, my boyfriend's mom got this for me and they're, they're Indian. So this is authentic. Um, and I just thought I would share because it's super pretty and colorful and just, it's one of those things that it's like, I would probably not find in Charleston where I live Yeah, and it's fun and I'll throw it in my purse and it even has some flowers on one of the sides. And, um, I just thought it was a very unique item that, yeah, I that love makes it. me smile and very colorful and also useful. So we, we love a dual we dual love, purpose, right? Yes, a useful <laughs> item. But yeah, that's adorable. Thank so you shout for out sharing. Thank yeah, shout out to my boyfriend's mom for this lovely gift. I Aww. very much like it. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. My item is a little bit different. Um I you're giving me I'm a weird so, face. Oh no, I'm nervous. No, I'm just before we started the call, she's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe like I got this. I'm, I purchased this item. Yeah. So yeah. Um, let's I don't know what say, it is yet. I don't know what it is. Yeah. If you have not listened to our um, spending episode with Paige Pritchard, um, she would be disappointed in me for purchasing oh. this item. Um, <laughs> she's like the budget queen and I am a stress spender and I don't buy just like random things. Like I'm not going to go out and buy random things, but if I've had my eye on something like that's kind of more extravagant or whatever it may be, when I pull the trigger is when I get stressed. So it's not like a complete impulse buy, but like the trigger is pulled like once I'm stressed out. And that just so happened to be today um, when I had so many back to back to back work calls. I had like 30 minutes, literally 30 minutes in the middle of my day from like 3 to 3.30, where I left the office and came home. So for context, got up this morning, was working by 6.30, was at the office, came back at 3. A long day. A long day, and then sat down and kept working until we're recording this. So like, was feeling a little stressy. And in those 30 minutes, I was like, you know what? I am going to go, and I'm going to swing by the mall, and I am going to buy the Dyson Airstreet. I knew it. Yeah, I knew did it. You know? You made it. She made a sneaky comment. She's like, "Isn't my hair looking straight?" straight. And I was like, "What did What did you do?" Yes. Wow. She okay. Is beautiful. I haven't heard of the straight. I don't think I've heard of the wrap. So can you yes. give us a rundown? I will give you a rundown. So I, to preface, am a girly who straightens her hair every single week. Like I wash my hair a couple times a week, and then I'll blow dry it and I'll straighten it, and like that's my vibe. It's been my vibe since literally middle school. I'm a straight hair girly. Um, and I saw this a couple weeks ago. I think it's a relatively new launch. And actually, I was influenced. I love to watch Danielle Carolyn. And she went to, I guess, the Dyson Airstrait premiere. And she posted about it. And I was like, I need that in my life immediately. It is. It looks like a flat iron. But it doesn't yeah, have that's what heat it's plates. Yeah. It's giving flat iron, but it doesn't have heat plates. It has like these two little... Um, sections I guess on the side that blow out air and so you go so it's like over, a straightener but the middle's open but the middle's open and it's you're blowing air onto your wet hair so it has a wet feature and a dry feature so you can like restyle your hair if it's dry or if it's wet which is what I did I came home and I showered and whatever um you can like towel dry your hair and then you dry your roots with it like you clamp together and it makes like a blow dryer and you blow dry your roots and then you take it like a flat iron over pieces of your hair and you do like two passes maybe three and it dries your hair and it dries it straight so it's minimal heat on your hair and I think it works just as well as a flat iron um she was a little pricey so I would say if you're not someone who straightens their hair all the time and your hair is like dead 
maybe not worth it but for me yeah. I'm someone who's like constantly flat ironing my hair I think it's the best purchase that I've made in yeah, a really your hair long time. straight your hair straight all the time that's why you were that's why I thought it was weird when you were like my hair is really straight today Does I was like am straight? I missing something because I swear it's always straight yeah but, you're like it is literally always but straight. now it's Dyson air straight so. yes it is Dyson oh air straight so I'm excited oh, so that's my no well show, I love I'll that tell. I'm happy for you you have your you have your adult um income now so I'm proud I can that make you these decisions. treat yeah. yourself. Yes. Just and like I said, it wasn't like I was driving home and I was like, I need to buy something so expensive right now. Like I've been thinking about this for a while and actually my straightener kind of like crapped out on me um, a couple of days ago, which has been a challenge. Um, so I was either going to spend the money on a new straightener or on something else. So I figured, you know, why not invest in something that I think I would enjoy? So we'll have both of those listed um, on the Hoover Girls Instagram story. And be sure to go check them out. I'll link mine. Emma, I don't know if you can necessarily link your coin purse, although it is beautiful. I unfortunately don't think I can link it, but I will show it to you and maybe find a dupe. Yes. <laughs> Amazon a dupe. dupe. I love it. <laughs> oh, no, this is too authentic to come off of Amazon. But that's the best thing about traveling is you just get all these random things that you probably wouldn't get other places. I have exactly. this little tree. Maybe I should save this, but I have this little like tree that basically is like on a stone and has little gems. As oh, little is this from Mexico? Arms. Yeah, it's, from my, it's my arbolito from Mexico. Aww. So in Mexico, arbol is tree. And if you want to say something small, you add like an ito or ito on the end. So it's like arbolito. And it's like a little Aww. tree, like my little arbolito. So yeah, it's I so just cute. love little travel knickknacks. And this one I didn't have to even travel to get. So yes, money saved. Right? We love, we love. So yes, awesome. but if traveling is your hobby of choice, then indulge in it. We fully support you speaking of hobbies speaking of hobbies you know i feel like today (laughs) would be a great day to talk about some hobbies you know emma i would have to agree with you there let's let's chat about hobbies let's do it you know this is something that we have been privately discussing for a while for a while we were like we need to do episode on this we were just waiting for like the right time to do it but just talking about the importance of hobbies and I guess how this came to be is we're both 23 now and we're kind of like why do we like lose hobbies when we get older obviously we get busier but even when you're in elementary school you're still busy like you still have days taken up by like seven hours of school obviously not a ton of responsibilities otherwise because you're like a nine-year-old but still like you have so many hobbies when you're that age or even middle school or high school like after you get done with what you got to do for the day you like go do things that you enjoy um for the purpose of like enjoying them or it's like a musical passion of yours like I was a dancer and I could would consider that a hobby or even something simple like kicking ball around with your friends like that's just a hobby yeah um and we were talking about how when you're an adult like you just it's kind of sad because we lose out on simple things such as hobbies that used to fill so much of our time and just hobbies are a thing that's for you something that you enjoy and that you're doing literally for the purpose of enjoying it so we kind of just wanted to talk through um the importance of hobbies and why you shouldn't forget about them yeah even when you grow older Exactly, because they really are important. And for the purpose of today's episode, and also just like Emma and I, what we've chatted about, a hobby would be something that is not monetized. So it's not your job. It's not, you know, something that you're doing in hopes of monetizing in the future. And it doesn't necessarily have to be movement. I don't know if this is just me, but I think maybe I had some disordered thoughts around movement where I thought if I wasn't working, 
where if I wasn't eating or I wasn't sleeping, I needed to be moving. And so I thought my hobby had to be something active like pickleball or volleyball or yoga or going on a walk or going to the gym. And a hobby definitely can be that. But for the purpose of today's episode, we're talking about fully just like something that you can do to make you forget about your day. Something that you can and do reading to tap is a back hobby. into. Yeah, reading's a hobby. Like, like tap back things. into your inner child and make you feel like you just are fully focused on you. And I feel like this is a really good piggyback off of last week's episode regarding balance, because this is something that can make your life feel a little bit more even and a little bit more stable is by introducing these hobbies. So we're going to start off by talking about some of the benefits of hobbies and then also talk about some ways to maybe gain hobbies. If you're sitting here and you're listening and you're like, well, I don't have a single thing that I'm interested in because we get it. We've been there. Yes, 100%. And I, there is something in all of us. We are very complex in a cool way. There's something in all of us that is exciting and interesting and that I really think you all and we all could find um, love in as a hobby. So one of the first things about hobbies is, we kind of touched on this, but it's just a way to take your mind off of the stress of everyday life. You have so much routine um, that's not really chosen. Not that you didn't choose your job or choose your school or whatever, but it's kind of more like have to do kind of task and hobbies are want to do kind of tasks. So it's really nice because they let you relax and find pleasure in things that aren't associated with any sort of work or any sort of like I'm focusing on the outcome kind of thing. And there's not really many things in life, I feel like, when you get to a certain point that are literally just like, I'm not worried about the outcome. Even when I go and do stuff with friends because I'm a content creator, I'm like, oh, I should get an Instagram photo or I should get a video so I can make a TikTok or something. And sometimes I'm like, I just need to chill out and like not have an outcome sometimes. Like there, there's so much fixation on outcomes. So having a hobby, um, like even if it's singing, singing in your room or whatever you want to do, reading, like I was saying, it just allows you to do something without having to have an outcome. And even if you're learning something new, there's going to be that learning curve, but like, don't be focused on the outcome. Be focused on the fact that you're doing something that you're choosing to do just for you. Yeah. Don't let it be stressful. Well, I think that sometimes with hobbies, you think that it has to be something that is going to fill your time when you have downtime. And I feel like at least for me, that's the reason that I found myself in this position where I don't have quote hobbies because I never have downtime. And I think that re- aligning and kind of shifting the mindset around hobbies is a good starting point and a hobby doesn't have to be something that you do in between work and when you're making dinner it doesn't have to be something that you do you know when you have all this time to fill it can be something that gets you excited it can be something that you're passionate about that helps you recover from a long day that helps get your mind working that helps you get outside like it can be an actual activity that you look forward to rather than something you fall into because you have time to kill and I think that that for me specifically helped me reframe my idea around or my ideology rather around hobbies and so in terms of why hobbies are important you know like we were saying at the beginning of the episode It can be really helpful to help you disconnect from wherever you are in your current reality. And I heard a quote earlier, and that's that a hobby can be a solitary adventure into stress relief. And I really liked that because I feel like, again, nine times out of 10, 
when you're thinking of a hobby, you're thinking of it as something of, oh, it's going on the back burner. I have time to kill versus this is actually something that I can do to relieve stress. And so like Emma was saying, reading or going on a walk or playing pickleball or doing yoga or knitting. Like I know people who do pottery and knit or make candles as hobbies. It's a great way to just kind of disconnect. Yes, 100%. I even feel like your creative, like this can kind of be your creative space depending on just what kind of person you are. Like some people, a cool hobby for them could be like literally scrolling on Pinterest and like redesigning your bedroom. Like it doesn't have to be something that's like, okay, I have to literally order my furniture tonight. But if you enjoy the creative process of doing that and getting inspired or making mood boards or vision boards and any of that, you can do that as a hobby. But if that sounds like more work to you, that's not going to be a good hobby. Like, I know some people would probably be like, the last thing I want to do is, like, look through Pinterest and, like, try to make a collage of photos about, like, what my next trip's going to look like. You know, some people just, that's not going to click for them. For, so, find something, again, that doesn't feel like work and have hobbies behind it. Maddie, what was your, like, what would you say your big hobby was growing up? Is there anything that sticks out to you? You know, I was actually thinking about this, and I kind of went through a couple of different periods with things I loved to play ukulele that was like my escape. I remember that yeah yep and I I haven't played ukulele in a really long time and I think that comes from my love of music so that was probably like my true hobby that I had I definitely played sports growing up so being active has always been something that I've enjoyed and I've kind of filtered that into my life still um, with my lifestyle but I was actually thinking about it and I don't know that I necessarily had something that I loved other than ukulele, but I think that it's important to kind of think about things that you naturally gravitate towards like in your past or that you're currently gravitating towards and see if you can make that into a hobby. So am I loved what you were saying with like Pinterest and creating mood boards or like if you love candles, like maybe make a candle or you know, if you're really into fashion, maybe take up like knitting or sewing or thrifting or something like that. So I don't know. I think it's interesting because I don't know that I necessarily had one thing. It's just kind of where my life is currently um, that I've started to look back into the past. Did you have a hobby that you could like really pinpoint and be like, that was the thing that I did? Yeah, I mean, dance, but I was a, like a competitive dancer, so I don't know if that really counts as a hobby. I genuinely love doing it, and I did it in my free time. What I will say, let's take dance in terms of like my studio and school dance teams out of it. I would like make up dances and make my little sister and her friends perform them. Yep. And Maddie, I know you and I did a show or two. Oh, yeah. And I would argue that that was a hobby. We were, you know, I feel like on TikTok I people would talk think about so like- too. I, you know, the cousins who, like, make their entire family, like, watch their that was five-minute-long Christmas <laughs> performance. Like, that was me and Maddie. I'm not ashamed of it because I think it really is a good character-developing moment. Um, but I think that was a huge hobby of me is, like, creating either – once we had iPods, I loved either like playing iMovie music. and Video Star. Yeah, playing music and forcing people to dance or making – iMovies video stars if you follow our TikTok which is like we don't really post that much we want to be better about it but it has like a hundred followers but Maddie posted one of the videos that we made oh my gosh it's one of those things I was like thank god we don't have more followers on this account because it actually is really embarrassing but if you've listened this far into the episode you now know that there is a hidden gem a very embarrassing video yep um that is quite embarrassing I think we must have been like 13 probably and that was just that's when 13 year olds used to be ugly 
Yep. And I'm, I'm not speaking for you, 13 year olds cannot relate. No, you can speak for me as well. It was, we were in our ugly era. 13 year olds. I met my friend Samantha's cousin over the weekend. Um, they were in Charleston and this beautiful young girl. I was like, how old are you? She's so well-spoken, beautiful skin, curly hair, just like gorgeous. How old are you? She's like 13. I'm like, girl, I did not look like that when I was 13. You bitch. Like, like, absolutely not. Oh my God. She oh my was gosh. so, she was so sweet and pretty. And I'm just like, I guess because we didn't have, we didn't really use social media. Like that wasn't really a thing. So people now can like see what other people, they can see what quote good looks like. Yeah. And we didn't have any comparison. So we were all just like free, free falling out there. Yep. <laughs> we were just living our best uh, lives. Yeah. But dance, making videos um, I picked up guitar once I actually graduated high school because I was like, I need another kind of musical outlet. And so I don't even, I don't play guitar for anyone. I just have self-taught, self-taught myself like 10 chords. And that's just something I know I love musical things. And so being able to pick up a guitar and play like a half-assed Taylor Swift song like brings me joy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, think about what it is for you. You might not even think of them as hobbies, but thinking about them as something that is like an important part to keep keep at in your life and not just let not let them go and evaporate into thin air like so many things do as we grow old it's important to do things that you love and are just fun absolutely and I also think that you made a really good point there when you were talking about how you learn 10 chords on guitar and you love half-assing a Taylor Swift song I think that that is the epitome of what a hobby should be you don't have to be good at a hobby let that be known it is declared here like you don't have to be good at a hobby and it's okay to actually go and do something that you're not good at because overcoming the challenges that you're facing are going to help increase your confidence. They're going to help increase self-esteem and it actually gives you an opportunity to develop, I guess, pride in your accomplishments in a sense, which I feel like so many of us lack as we get into college and post-grad and either later in life, it's hard to find things that it's like, wow, I did that because I wanted to and I actually learned how to do this all on my own or I pursued this all on my own. And I think that it also gives you a new way of looking at life and growing in a sense because if you find it challenging then you're going to actually put more effort into it nine times out of 10 and you'll get to a point where you feel like you have grown. And if it's a book club, like I know I'm, I'm going to my first ever book club tomorrow night and I'm honestly really excited about it. I know I'm putting myself out there, but it's something that I'm not naturally a reader. Like I wouldn't qualify myself as a reader. I don't read intense literature. Like I read Colleen Hoover, Ellen Hildebrand, like those are my vibes. Um, But I think that even just putting myself out there in the social way creates this new, quote, hobby for myself. And it allows me to be exposed to new opinions because now all of these people in the book club are going to have an opinion on the book. They're going to have an opinion on where we have book club. They're going to have an opinion on what time, what day we have book club. And it allows you to gain more of an understanding into human connection. I know that that's a really broad statement, um, but I think that hobbies really just allow you to have that connection with other people, even if the hobby is individual. Yes, 100%. Me and my boyfriend, I don't know if you even know we did this, but we did a book club of two, like just me and him, but neither of us were Oh, I didn't know that. And we read this book called The Silent Patient, and we would basically, this is when we were long distance. Well, we're still long distance here. We like were long distance, (laughs) and then we weren't. (laughs) And then we're like back to long distance, so slay, um, slay in the bad way. 
but we (laughs) read this (laughs) we read this book that was called the silent patient doesn't matter what book but we would basically like every week we'd be like okay on tuesdays we're gonna facetime tuesday nights and we're gonna talk about like the last five chapters and it was honestly really fun little hobby and i feel like a male thing or at least like the frat males that I've been around of in my recent years of life are, like, not readers, um, but he really enjoyed reading a good story. It was very thrilling. I would definitely recommend the book also. If you read or don't read, I feel like it's really popular. Um, it's called The Silent Patient, and it was incredible, but start up a little, like, you only need one person, or you just need yourself, but if you want to talk to someone, like, it really only takes one person, and, yeah, you don't have to be good at it. You do have to be able to read for the reading hobby, but you you don't have to be the top reader in the class. So Yeah, exactly. And also, I know that, at least for me, like I was saying kind of earlier, is nine times out of ten, hobbies get put to the back burner, and you're like, I don't have time. Why would I have time to do this? And in your case, it's like something that brings you and your boyfriend together. So it's like, I'm going to make that time to read so that I have mm-hmm. something to do with him, even though we're long distance. So I think that's a great idea. But just in general... I feel like if you are super, super busy and you're really focusing on your career or school or your health or whatever it may be and you have too much on your plate, that honestly, in my opinion, is the perfect time to introduce a new hobby. And the reason for that is you're not going to face burnout because you're going to have something that relieves all of your stress. And also... Nine times out of 10, when you are super busy, that's when bad habits start to develop. And I feel like when you create a new habit for yourself, it allows you to put energy into something in a very positive way. And, you know, the old saying goes, idle hands are the devil's workshop. And we don't want that. We don't want any bad habits in this club. That's so true. That's spooky. That That's like a fancy way of basically saying like, too much you free time, you're going to F up. Yeah. Bad times unfortunately some or bad things unfortunately sometimes fill your free time more than you'd like them to so being busy um and being busy like in doing things that you enjoy as much as possible I made it I made a reel recently it was an Ember Taylor quote but she's like the end goal of life this isn't direct quote sorry other Emma but she's basically like the end goal of life is just to enjoy it as much as possible like that should be the main goal is just to make life as pleasant as possible and I feel like we do we're in that like hustle mentality so often or like people pleasing mentality so often but when you look at the scope it's like when you get to the end of your life you want to be like wow like I enjoyed that that was good that was pleasant and I'm happy with like my experience so the more happiness you're able to fill and more pleasantries you're able to fill into those little holes in your life amidst all the craziness the more that you're gonna I think accomplish that goal and hobbies really can be a beautiful thing so be honest with yourself about maybe something you should try to pick up or if you feel like you don't have a hobby and you feel like you're missing something in your life like maybe that's it like maybe you need something that is just creative for you or an outlet for you or something that doesn't require an outcome because everything like quote has a point and not everything has to have a point you can just live laugh love girlies live laugh love enjoy yourself (laughs) life is all about the journey so as we wrap up this episode um I just want to leave you guys with a couple of ways that you can potentially find a hobby if you've listened up until this point and you're like I appreciate what you're saying but honestly I don't even know the first place to start so this is just these some these are some tips and tricks to leave you guys with and the first one is take it back to your childhood. Like Emma and I were saying earlier, if there's something that you really enjoyed as a kid, whether it's mountain biking or dancing or playing guitar or ukulele, 
go back there first. It's a great place to start. If there's nothing that's really pinging your interest from your childhood or you feel like the things that did interest you as a child no longer do, try on something else. So maybe go to a different kind of workout class or try to do a different kind of art, whether that be pottery or candle making or painting, even just go to like a paint and sip with your girlfriends. That can be so fun. Um, and once you get there, choose something that's going to forget, that's going to make you forget about your day. So that can be reading. It can be listening to a podcast and going on a walk, kind of whatever fits into that box for you. And notice what you enjoy doing that makes you forget everything else going on in your day in terms of, you know, those things that you sit down to do and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe two or three hours have gone by. Like I forgot to eat lunch or I forgot I was supposed to take my laundry out or whatever. You just get so ingrained into what Mm -hmm. you're doing. Notice those things in your life. And see if there's a way to turn that into a hobby. Like I love video editing. It's something that once I sit in front of the computer and I start doing, I just get fully sucked into it. Mm -hmm. I really don't do it as often as I should, truthfully, because I think that could be a hobby for me because it's something that once I sit down to do it, I forget about everything else. So I just think there are certain ways that you can tap into these hobbies in your life without even realizing they're maybe there. Yes, 100%. And going back to... It might be something that you're just going to pick right back up from where you left off and be great in it. And it might be something that you just are actually going to suck at and that's completely fine. I love singing. I We did a whole episode that was like, you can be a singer without being able to sing well. And you can be a runner, runner without, without being able to yep. run well. And like those whole things. I, I forgot about that episode. That was last season, I think. But basically, like you can be something without having to be an expert at it. So really channel a hobby just as like, just let it exist. And yeah, I think this is a great conversation Maddie I'm feeling inspired to like go unlock all of my childhood passions loves dreams etc all the things yes I love all it and, of the things and we do have another episode that actually I want to link it will be linked in the show notes um and it's an episode with one of my favorite authors um Adrian Michael Green and he talks love all him. about pursuing your passions and specifically the intersection between what you're good at what you like to do and what can serve the greater world around you. So if you're someone who still after this episode is feeling really, really lost or is just looking for another episode that maybe you haven't heard from us, um, it's from a couple of seasons back. It's still one of my favorites. He's super knowledgeable. I'll have him listed in the show notes as well. Um, but it's just a really great place to start and see, you know, like what could potentially be my passion and can I turn it into a hobby? So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We enjoyed chatting about it. Yes, absolutely. And that episode's great, Maddie. Great one to pull. Love him so much. Um, his Instagram content's great too, if you guys want to go check yes, it out. Yes, it is. Um, yes, very inspiring. And just, we always love to pull from other inspiring people as well. We hope we can be some sort of inspiration um, to you. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure to go check out our Instagram. Our rebrand is officially live. So we're doing a lot more kind of personal content, more like Pinteresty, more photo dump, more stuff that's going to be straight out of the camera rolls of Emma and Maddie. So you'll be able to see stuff from my life in Charleston at the beach, Maddie's life in Denver at the mountains. Maddie, congrats on Denver's NBA championship. I thought of you last night when When I saw them When we were recording, they won last night. So on Monday, June 12th, go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. That just makes me laugh. If I was a grown man and I had worked my whole life just to be called a Nugget, 
I'd be kind of like, <laughs> this is too, I know it's like a gold oh God, nugget, please. but it's really embarrassing kind of honestly. <laughs> Stop. That's too funny. Because all these boys are so like, man, I mean, gritty and sweaty and like <laughs> basketball, sports, millionaires. And then they're like, I'm a nugget. Please. <laughs> I'm, just a, I'm just a little nugget. Right? Oh my gosh. Oh my I gosh. love no, it. Respect Go nuggets. them. Hey, the yes. nuggets reign overall. So exactly. Congrats. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like Emma said, go follow us on Instagram if you were not already. It is at Hooker Girls Podcast. That is... It's YGGE, a girl's podcast. Oh, love it. Thanks for coming in right at the perfect time. And until Bye. next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay hooga. Stay hooga. Bye, everyone.